0: Surf's up at Gotham Point. That's right, Joker. And challenging you to the surfing title. Through my latest invention, the surfing experience and ability transferometer, all your surfing know-how will be drained out of you and transferred to me. Some Joker drained everything I know about surfing and all my ability with a gizmo called a... Surfing experience and ability transfer
1: on. What here supposes up, fuzzy?
0: The surf, Duke. Welcome to Surf Kings of Gotham, the only podcast that we're aware of, which bask in the warm technicolor glow of sitcom vigilanteism, which is Batman '66 i'm your host kyle and i'm your other host brady and today we are watching season two episode 13 an egg grows in gotham directed by george wagner spelled on screen with two capital g's for some reason and written by the returning uh story by edwin self but the returning scriptwriter stanley ralph ross who's written some good ones um October 19th, 1966 was the original air date. Our special guest villain is Egghead, played by Vincent Price. And finally, before I run out of breath, our one-sentence Wikipedia summary says, Egghead, the smartest villain in the world, disrupts a long-standing lease to take over Gotham City. It almost figures out Batman's true identity.
1: Yeah. Vincent Price. What they don't mention
0: is... Bruce Wayne insults a native and uh, first first nations people and then solves crime by taking
1: downers. <laughs> yeah. Uh he did like the show itself uh was definitely from a different time. Uh and so yeah, through today's lens uh super racist. But <laughs> super racist. Super racist. But at the same time the The on screen characters treat the do treat the chief with respect, you yeah. know what I mean
0: like there's he's a cartoon it, character, but he's treated as just as much the, of a cartoon character as everybody else. It's not like look at this freak show if anything, Egghead gets that treatment
1: yeah ev- everyone shows him respect uh, except for the person that wrote the character it, <laughs> it was yeah. It's troubling in today's, again, this was a really long time ago, and civil rights were only just barely a thing, I guess.
0: This is when Italians' primary job in Hollywood was playing Indian people, both from, who were originally from North America and from India.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, And this is Edward Edward Horton here, who plays the chief, who is none of those things. No, no. but again, I didn't go through all of his credits, but he was very—he was born in like the 1880s, uh, so he was old here and made a good living as a as a character actor and a voice actor.
0: He was the narrator and... from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Really? Yeah. At least in the yeah, fractured he... fairy tales part. Wonderful. Yeah. He wasn't the main narrator telling what they did, but he was the narrator uh, on the fractured fairy Tales segment.
1: Interesting.
0: He was like a git. Like I've read a I've read a book about the production of that show because I love that show, um, and he was like a major git. Like they were like, "Oh wow, we got Ed- Edward Everett Horton. Good luck saying that three times fast." Yeah,
1: we'll never mention it again.
0: Nope. From now so on, we this screaming
1: chicken. <laughs> oh, yeah. I couldn't. I I had to pause there and really like did really. That's what I wrote. I wrote yeah.
0: down, we're going to get into some F Troop shit. <laughs> yeah. he,
1: he was also an F Troop. Yes. He was, yeah. I did read that. Okay, well, we open this episode here on a sunny Wednesday morning in Gotham City. The kind of Wednesday that makes you wish it was Sunday. What does that mean? Which I I think... It, I, I also thought oh you know that old saying in a sarcastic (laughs) kind of way but at the same time if you get up in the morning it's really nice on a wednesday you kind of wish you had the day off i think that's what it means like and then on sunday you're like
0: i love these real sundays so much better than those fake sundays almost got
1: me fired yeah (laughs) i guess so but then on sunday then you're like oh shit it's monday tomorrow you know your inner garfield kicks in yeah you never really enjoy a sunday because you know you got to work the next day yeah yeah but it um, doesn't
0: make any sense still i mean i, I just parsed that in my head and i'm still like nope that,
1: that, that also didn't clear up what the hell that means but okay well no but it, again if you wake up it's so nice outside and you're like oh i wish i didn't have to work today but you kind of you know you, you don't have to work on sunday
0: i think i'll fuck Was- off like Homer Simpson.
1: Yeah, I wish it I wish it was Sunday so I could enjoy this nice day. Instead, Gothamites here have to be in City Hall, checking out their various curios and trophies that they have on permanent display. Instead, these Gothamites, none of whom work. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the guy, the security guard, is leading the tour. I guess Bruce Wayne wasn't available to lead the tour. Um, Bruce Wayne was busy gathering pelts. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah in City Hall here among the other curios and trophies on permanent display they have the original charter of Gotham City vacuum sealed in a burglar proof case
0: yeah it's just like an aquarium tank
1: yeah it just looks like a piece of glass with a scroll in it and we but, meet our uh, villain
0: Egghead played by Vincent yeah. Price Who's a complete and and total freak
1: show. And his sidekick, Yoko Ono, I wrote down. I'm not sure there's a vaguely Asian lady following him around, taking notes and calling him Eggie Baby and Eggie
0: Poo. And Uh, his pitchmen, who are both, like, guys in their 60s wearing business suits.
1: Yeah. I wondered if the suits made them look older, but my my notes do say uh, the oldest goons so far. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really saying something because everybody in 1966 looked old.
0: Later on, one of the goons, like, they, they meet they meet Chief Screaming Chicken and he's like, I'm I'm 50 years old or something. And they're like, I hope I look that good when I'm 50. And I'm like, no one buys that.
1: You're easily 72. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. I've got notes for that when we get there too. Uh here, Yoko Ono says, Hey, uh, security guard, are you sure it's burglar proof? And he's like, yes, I'm sure. Let's go. And it was it was just really interesting. They're like, haha, the goons and Egghead stay behind. Uh, they throw smoke eggs at them, I guess. Yeah, although they
0: were already leaving the room. There was no real point in that, but yeah, they throw some smoke yeah, eggs. Yeah, they just wanted to
1: use some smoke eggs, I guess. Uh, I thought for a second here that... Vincent Price was using Egghead was using a handkerchief as a gas mask, uh, but when I backed it up to check, uh, no, he just plugs his nose. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even cover his face. The other goons have like half decorated Easter egg masks that they it put over like their the faces mask from
0: eyes wide shut. I was like, ew, gross.
1: Yeah, it was troubling for sure, but not the last troubling thing we're going to get in this episode. That's for sure.
0: Uh, we should point out Egghead is a villain who's really smart. That's why he's called Egghead. But also he has, you think, just glancing at him, like in publicity photos, he's just a bald dude. No, he has a weird-shaped head that looks like he shouldn't yeah. be walking around like without some sort yeah, of he's,
1: aid. Yeah, he's top-heavy for sure. He's got a prosthetic headpiece on.
0: And he's super obsessed with breakfast. And I say breakfast, not just eggs, because when we get to his, his hideout later, he's also decorated with bacon
1: yeah he's an egg fanatic uh egg puns aplenty everything is like he says here dear expert. he has much to learn <laughs> like he's everything is egg related and
0: imagine what he would uh, think if bruce wayne had, got, had actually showed up to give that tour that
1: expert yeah. had didn't know anything about this subject he <laughs> exactly. made up everything he said but I got Vincent Price is amazing. Like he owns it. It's not even annoying that everything is egg related. Every other goon that we've had that is always throwing in their their puns like that gets annoying really fast. And he owned like he steals this show. From yeah, me. he 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 does it. Vincent um, Price is great. Yeah, in anything. Uh, or did? Yeah, no, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. He says no material can withstand my incomparable explosive. But then when he says so, he sets an egg on top of the, of the burglar-proof case and lights it or whatever. And his reaction, I don't think what happened was what was supposed to happen based on his reaction because he acts really surprised that this thing like explodes and it's it's a. I don't think anyone can act that well like he that got too close to his face or lit faster than he was expecting or something because his reaction to that explosion was one of great fear and surprise
0: (laughs) well because it looked like he had just put aluminum foil into a microwave like the way that thing
1: lights up
0: yeah it just Uh, flashes and sparks sparks and whatever light up like that yeah
1: But it (laughs) works. His, and I I will admit, I did watch the second episode after I watched this one just to see what happened because I was that into it. And in the recap, they really, really show his expression. (laughs) Amazing. Like, it's he is definitely genuinely surprised by what happened. Well, I mean, but it
0: gave off sparks when it was just an egg attached to some glass. I think anyone
1: reasonable would be, yeah, they, they be didn't, broken nature. They didn't walk through the stunt at all. Is what I mean. The special effect was not. He was not aware of what was yeah. going to happen here.
0: Vincent Price was mad as hell.
1: <laughs> but you, idiot. but now he's, <laughs> but now he's got the the official Gotham City original charter, so now it's time to exit.
0: <laughs> yeah, and if you wonder where this is going in my earlier reference to Pell, let me assure you, you will not guess.
1: No. No, you won't. Well, I kind of did. Um, I did
0: not guess it was going to go the direction that it went. Man, <laughs> like, it's, I didn't know... Go ahead, sorry. I was like, I was basing it on if you still most most countries or cities like official documents you would just ransom them and be like hey if you want your thing back it's gonna cost this amount of money that seems like a sane plan not we're going to like circumvent the ceremony that re- required by this document that we'll get to in a second in order for the city's lease to lapse like <laughs>
1: that's that's a weird turn it, it, yeah once the, again once that Twist with the pelts was brought in, I guess, pretty quickly. I didn't, yeah. When I saw him stealing the charter, I was like, no way that I, yeah, I could not have predicted this. But now who's finding out about the crime is Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara. So we're in the office of police headquarters here. Commissioner Gordon says, Egghead, the rottenest egg of them all. Any suggestions, Chief O'Hara? And I noted here that O'Hara is back to acting like they can handle some things. And it always kind of bothers me when he does that. But he's eh, any regular criminals, murderers and thieves and robbers and the like, we can handle. We can handle most things. But I don't, I don't think we can handle this.
0: He's been talking to his and therapist. And she really advocated (laughs) positive self-talk. Like, maybe you should just say you can handle it, and then it will come true. Sure, and I
1: will. Sure, and I will. I'll be faking it till I be making it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Gordon says, I know it seems like we call them quite often, but there's no other way to handle it.
0: And you know they call them quite often, because when the phone rings at Wayne Manor, again,
1: Alfred is annoyed. Yeah. And there's a bit later, or maybe it's in the next episode during the recap, where it's like, uh, Batman and Robin receive their weekly call. I think that's in the recap. I should never (laughs) have watched that. No, it's all muddling together for me. But yeah, they're really making a point of wink, wink. You get called every week. You get it
0: because the show airs weekly. Yeah. In reality, it'd be daily, several times a day. They got their mid-morning call.
1: Yeah. Just to chat. Just to check in and chat.
0: Hello, uh, Batman. Sta- I was just thinking of you. <laughs> no, don't like anybody long. Just missing you, hoping you come by soon. Maybe there'll be a murder spree you can solve for us.
1: Yeah. I was help wondering if you could help me reach the box off the high shelf. By the way, do you like anybody else that works in police headquarters, like more than a friend? <laughs>
0: I just wanted to let you know, Batman, that I've taken an interest in a new crime fighter, George Glass. Jealous? <laughs>
1: uh, so, while the phone is ringing off the hook here in stately Wayne Manor, uh, Alfred does answer it and say, "I'll, I'll try to get their attention, sir." Uh, we're getting a history lesson. <laughs> history no lesson with raccoons, long
0: and dead animals. Hold on.
1: Yeah, even Aunt Harriet's in on the. The raccoon fondling here.
0: Yeah, so they have, Uh, like, a bunch of raccoon pelts. So Bruce apparently, like, contacted some old silent movie star who had fallen on hard times and gave him a sandwich in exchange for one of his raccoon jackets and then pulled it apart. And now they're going to meet the city's charter requirement by giving these things that Bruce cynically, like, bought off the black market to the Native American man who represents the tribe... That the original Gothamites stole the land from.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's the plot, and the and Egghead's plot is, I'm going to steal their charter, so I guess they don't know they have to give the the, the three raccoon pelts to the nice well, Native American man.
1: Like he he stole the charter to find a loophole, uh, to be able to weasel in on this charter laid like, on this on this Perhaps lease agreement if
0: i were to give the nice chief screaming chicken that's his real name some pelts i could own a, the city
1: that's a very good vincent price i like that well done thank you uh yeah so the history lesson the there were three families originally that landed on gotham rock the savages the tylers and of course the waynes
0: yeah, I thought was the land the that, savages meaning Native American tribe, and I was like, oh Jesus, this is going to be a hard one. And I, but no, he meant the family. The oh, so,
1: and it gets way worse. <laughs> oh, oh, so is, worse. You can <laughs> it gets way worse. Um, yeah, they leased the land that Gotham City now sits on from the Mohican tribe for nine raccoon pelts. Now there's some talk here moving forward about how that was a bad deal and. Nine pelts can't buy much. You're what just have you?
0: Smallpox blankets, like the pilgrims.
1: So yeah, they're trying to make it sound like that was a bad, but the real bad deal here. This lease comes due every five years. Like that's not how a big life. That's you got to go ninety-nine years on something like that. Like they really weren't. There wasn't really a lot of foresight there. Having we to get redo four a lease
0: for every raccoon pelt we bring you. How
1: about that? Yeah so that was bad anyway but every five years they need to renew this so five the the descendants from the three families each deliver three pelts to chief screaming chicken as per the charter
0: and if you're wondering why on earth the representative of this tribe in 1966 would want more pelts correct
1: yeah, but they're not renegotiating the lease. They have nope. to stick to the the letter of this agreement.
0: You know the tribe fell on hard times and chief screaming chicken was probably like, maybe you could pay us in the money equivalent of pelts and Bruce yeah. <laughs>
1: "No.
0: <laughs> not doing that." Yeah.
1: Yeah. You think there would be an amendment somewhere along the way, but anyway, nope, still pelts. <laughs> well, yeah. and
0: anyway. I am going to escape from this prison and go to that strange city where their <laughs> where their currency is based on animal skin.
1: Oh, uh, that's fantastic. You should talk like Vincent Price for the whole rest of the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> so our history lesson is interrupted here by Alfred. Uh expertly, I might add, interrupting with a pressing matter that requires your attention, a contract <laughs> to be read.
0: an englishman who's like holy shit let's stop all of that
1: (laughs) this is troubling even for me (laughs) and we did some shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) i've done some shit personally (laughs) Uh, yeah Uh, in many countries i'm considered a war criminal (laughs) Uh, oh god we're uh, at the five minute mark <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how this show was for me i kept uh taking notes and be like, oh i'm on like page four here this has got to be almost over and every time i'd look down and think that uh, there was still like six minutes left in the episode yeah. this Listeners was a very pull
0: this one up and it's gonna be like every other previous episode is like 45 minutes long and this one's like an hour and a half and they're going to be like, holy shit, what happened in
1: Nesplin? Oh, pelts! There's <laughs> a long description of pelts.
0: <sighs> pelts uh, we, can sp-
1: <laughs> we can speed this along here a little bit. Nothing happens. They answer the phone. Dick immediately flips the switch for the poles to the bat poles. He kind of skips. Dick does like a weird looping skip. Yeah. Pop run to the polls, which is weird. They never uh, run to the
0: polls normally, but this time he does like this weird loping skip that was just strange.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was strange. Uh this is where I wrote down Stanley Ralph Ross. I got very excited because I saw that he wrote the episode after the credits. I was very happy. Yeah. A- That's why commis-
0: five minutes and we're still talking about the first five minutes, is because Stanley Ralph Ross.
1: Yes. You he's know a, that the great.
0: dude who wrote the story, whose name I forgot already. Handed that to Stanley Ralph Ross, and Stanley Ralph Ross was like, Looks like I've just struck gold. Gold.
1: (laughs) That Stanley Ralph Ross impression is, I assume, right up there with your Vincent Price. So, (laughs) he's
0: like the guy from Mountain Dew. He has like a little straw hat and one tooth. So, we get
1: uh, the dynamic duo in. Police headquarters here. Batman's got his arms crossed, weird. Like yeah, he's, he's doing that
0: weird bat arm cross thing when they open I... up the next scene. What is it? It the really stood out to
1: me here. I don't know, but it stood out to me. They talk about how Egghead's the smartest man in the world, and Dick Grayson's like, or Robin's like the second smartest. Oh yeah, right. Uh, present company excluded, of course. Well, of course, he's the smartest criminal I've ever dealt with. Why would he steal the charter? This is this is also uh, fantastic. They do they want to? Does he want to maybe start a war with the Indians? Yeah. And Batman <laughs> says, "Well, there's only one one Indian left. He would be out outnumbered ten million to one. It's gonna be yeah. a quick war, chum." <laughs> yeah. Plus he's like ninety years old. There's one left. Which again, then you'd think this lease would be almost ready to like there's really still sticking to that that's that's good i guess i wouldn't have expected it from from the american government to honor a a treaty with a one there's no chance of of comeuppance here there's no chance of this but like let's just uh let's just not do that
0: yeah like i imagine your pelts be gone don't come back
1: here we'll open fire yeah yeah, so they they do figure out here. They talk it over a bit. Uh, maybe Egghead's going to make a deal with one of the millionaires to not not make this deal. He says Egghead doesn't make deals. They seem to know a lot about this guy, even though we've never seen him before. But that's fine. Uh, Batman seems to know a lot about the schedule of the. They discuss all these rich people, and Batman knows where they are and what they're like, which is pretty yeah. impressive. And then there's a. Uh, another there's a troubling line here when they get to bruce wayne he's like ah you know bruce wayne he's probably out doing something inconsequential with his youthful award yeah uh, yeah maybe something inconsequential
0: to his youthful
1: award uh, i was amazed that not...
0: man didn't like move his hand back and forth
1: like flip it sideways yeah. and turn it over <laughs> Not in- inconsequential to his butthole, I wrote. Batman uh, makes ASL sign for gay things. Yeah, yeah, poor, that's child abuse. Again, just keeping on the troubling. And Harriet's there to dial down the gay. Yeah, she's not there enough in this episode. <laughs> she's My still goodness. at home fondling the pelts.
0: Oh, Alfred, what do you think his this little woodland creature's life was like in the forest? Do you think he was mayor of his tree? And Alfred, like, rolls his eyes so hard he gets a cramp and goes upstairs. Please stop talking
1: to me, woman. I hate you people. So now we cut to the hideout. Yes, we, we cut to the hideout here of the, the goons. They're set up in the Goti, G H O T I, Oofs Caviar Company.
0: Yeah, so oofs is a word. I don't think "gaudy" was a word. I, I was like, "What the hell is that supposed to mean?" And you find out later, it's gibberish that the that it's, Stanley Ralph Ross came up with. It no, was it's because genius. He wants to
1: he's a code breaker. It was genius. There was an actual code in there. I, I don't know how it was broken. It was amazing, but wow. Yeah, yeah. Oof, oof is French for for egg. I, yeah, it's French. I eggs. didn't know the first. It was it was great. I and was very have, impressed. Happens
0: twice where Bruce, like, our uh Batman does some like code breaking, and I'm like, that must have been Stanley Ralph Ross's interest that week. Probably. Heard of these but, wind talkers? They were like those Native Americans. You pay them in pelts and they put things in the code for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this
1: is such a good episode. <laughs> uh, so eggheads goons here are named Benedict and Fu Young. And Fu Young is the <laughs> whitest dude in Gotham City. Yeah, I'm not even going with the Asian theme. I just love that they're so egg related, but not like white and yolk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every other goon w- would be named something like other than Porno Lurch, they would have just really on the nose names. But this is a little more. There's a little more thought behind this, and I I really like it.
0: They probably gave Vincent Price the ability to just like improvise names for his own goons. I'll call this one Foo Young.
1: Yeah. Uh the lady here uh is Miss Bacon. She's his executive secretary, and she is writing down every word he says to write a book, apparently. She's just noting everything he says because he's gonna write a book. Taking yeah. down his every thought.
0: Imagine uh, how painful that book would be.
1: <laughs> it's just
0: I- it's just mindlessness for page after page.
1: Yeah, but again, I would much rather watch it or listen to the audiobook if it's Vincent Price reading it. I would listen to that, because he I, is great.
0: I hope that when Egghead comes back, it's part of a criminal plot to sell this book. <laughs> I have completed a book of all of my thoughts, and now I will rob Gotham City in order to promote it.
1: That's great. I should get on that train with my book. Um, but... <laughs> So his plan now is he's, he's got to examine the document to extract control of the city. The best explanation ever, I wrote. He is he goes through, he's got a big long kind of speech here about what he's doing. But at the end of the day, that's yeah. He's he's studying this document to figure out how to extract control of the city. Uh while this is going on, Batman decides to make a visit to Chief Screaming Chicken. At Screaming Chicken's roadside teepee, where He's they sell like the, blankets, the most biting
0: commentary on Native American relations in 1966.
1: Yes, he sells blankets, souvenirs, tacos, pizza, and blinces. I don't know what blinces are, and I forgot to Google it. Uh, well, I
0: can tell you this much: it's absolutely not Native American food.
1: He's no, just trying I know to get that. by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is true. Um, so uh, Batman walks up to the chief, who is dressed in their traditional headdress and garb. In the and middle of the day,
0: a, for no real reason. That's just how he dresses because he's a cartoon character.
1: Yes. Uh, opens the conversation with How, uh, as uh, racism would have you do. Uh, <laughs> how is followed by, a, it's like a secret. Handshake, how, uh, then he says what, when, and then where, which kicks off the most racist secret handshake I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I, wow, just wow should, is what I wrote. We
0: should have started this scene by saying in the next scene, Batman drives up to Chief Screaming Eagles' roadside store and shit
1: goes full Mel Brooks. Yeah, it really did. But it was. Good. And again, the chief is like, "Wow, I've never met someone who's so wise in the ways of my culture, or something like." Fuck off! I was amazed. <laughs> he wasn't actually oh, played by Mel Brooks. <laughs> he should have been. That would have. Oh my goodness. Uh, so then again, their discussion here is like, "I just want to make sure you're coming to the to the ceremony," and he's like, "Don't want nine pelts. Cost of living go up. Me want twelve pelts." In a, again, the way you would expect a cartoon character from the 60s to talk.
0: They should have had a scene like from American Dad where he was like, hold on, let me see if the, hold on, hold on one second, Batman. Hello, water company? Do you
1: accept pelts? No! Uh, yeah. Uh, Batman's like, I'm sorry, I can't negotiate, we have a contract. And there's a bit of talk about, oh, bad business people and... Lots of lots of business talk. Uh, yeah, I've never there, seen if,
0: Batman interact with like a Native American chief dressed up like a cartoon character before. But I feel like a guy who's like a trust fund baby, and very much a uh, like a. I mean, Batman. Batman's full blown fascist. I mean, we just we we just skirt around it, but he's a trust fund baby who takes the law into his own hands to keep the status quo the way he likes it through violence. I mean. This is not a good dude, morally. I don't think he would be like buddy-buddy with Chief Screaming Eagle.
1: No, but he does treat him with respect. Like, he does, you know, he he seems to want to, anyway. That a means
0: Rick's character to treat Screaming, screaming Chicken with respect <laughs> so that your TV doesn't catch fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. And and we learn here, though, okay, because he's unhappy with the contract, If if no nine pelts renegotiating lease, like, that's his, the message we get here. Batman then camera he dri-
0: runs him over as he drives away.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's when, after out of the teepee, after Batman drives away, uh, Egghead and his goons come out, and they're like, hey, so we want to renegotiate that lease? Or, no, have to wait till midnight, but then, if no nine pelts, sell to highest bidder. So the dude, Benedict,
0: I wrote, looks like one of the Watergate like guys who broke into the Watergate Hotel. <laughs> probably. He, he's like this bald dude with like a mustache and this angry but also stupefied look on his face. He looks like he used to work for Nixon.
1: <laughs> or if will he in the future, probably... I guess. I like it. Uh, back in the Batcave here, they're looking at the bat file, but it's no use. There's no new egg companies started in the last few weeks, so we're, we're at a dead end.
0: Yeah, the Gotham City is- economy can support all kinds of umbrella factories, but food, <laughs>
1: no, no, oh. we don't need that. Yeah, well, it's, the egg companies must have gone the way of the, uh, the fake Ruby companies yeah. for watches,
0: yeah. We can get caviar from an open-air store, chum,
1: but good luck getting eggs. Yeah, they do figure out. So he must have changed his M.O. So what kind of eggs can't you boil or fry? Fish eggs. Right. Let's look up if there's any caviar companies. And this is where...
0: owns? That's still in business somehow.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Don't send Alfred in there. He got gassed the last time. (laughs) Idiot. Well, right. so okay.
0: nothing nothing, nothing, nothing,
1: nothing. So, this is Sorry. where there's the Goaty goatee Fish Company. And this is where he determines okay, based on phonetically, though, this spells fish because GH makes an F sound in, in some words. Uh, the O uh, stands for I, you know, like women. Uh, that's an O, and that makes an I sound if you say women, like women. Uh, and then TI makes a sh sound like in the word ratio. And I was like, that's fucking clever. That's what I wrote down. That was, I thought that was really clever.
0: English is a disaster.
1: Yeah. It was a clever, I, I again, cool. Anyway, there's only one caviar company. So that's got to be a bad guy. The only caviar companies we've ever had in this stupid city are run by criminals. So they determine that's the location. Back in the hideout, this is the scene where we brought up earlier. So they're negotiating with the chief. The chief came back to the hideout with them. He says, uh, $100 per month and all the eggs you can eat. All oh, the eggs you can eat. That's a better deal than the pelts, though. Even just for the 100 bucks a month.
0: you have food.
1: <laughs> and, and he's got a line here. He's like, me, 60. Me need to think about retirement. Or something. Again, Edward
0: Everett Horton. Yeah, saying me just, just to drive that home.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Me sixty, me hope, and and then one of the goons is like, I hope I look that good at sixty, and I said, I I thought the goons were sixty because the chief looks ninety. Yeah, and he is, I think, in his eighties here for sure. Uh, he was born in like eighteen eighty six or something. Yeah, uh, the goons are
0: uh, just, not in good shape. Like,
1: no, they, the,
0: they understand the yeah. chief's concern about retirement. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, Egghead also sweetens the deal here. He says you can have import and export concession rights to all genuine Indian blankets imported from Japan. and And chief screaming chicken says oh, you hecka fine pale face, you know, Indian giver. Wow, oh man, let me tell you, this uh,
0: you'll be allowed yeah. to trade now, chief. How does that suit you?
1: Yeah, uh, okay. Anyway, uh, Egghead was to lay down on his <laughs> egg bed here. Egghead's like,
0: I've done enough negotiating for the day. I believe I'll take a rest.
1: Yeah, but Batman hears that and bursts in the door and says, No rest for the wicked. And rest again, my ass, you pinheaded freak. <laughs> and Vincent Price's reaction again. <laughs> oh, Chef's <laughs> kiss. They did not
0: tell him about the blocking prior to saying action. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it's so wonderful.
1: <laughs> so wonderful. And Batman has a little line here like all the king's horses and all the kings but you back together or something and Miss Bacon over here is in the required, I think it must be an Adam West contract that every lady has to act horny for Batman at some point Yeah, right? because she's like, oh Batman, you're so lyrical. She's
0: like, and then Batman said something about all the king's men and then Egghead seemed surprised and shit his pants. Yeah.
1: Well that means it's time for... The Surf Kings of Gotham. Fight words recap.
0: Them fighting words.
1: <laughs> I don't even have an egg-related pun to kick this off with, so we'll just get going with... Whack. Bonk. Wham. papow, Bam. Splat. Man. oof! This has been your Surf Kings of Gotham fight words recap. Excellent. <laughs> that was this was a pretty good fight.
0: Vincent
1: stunt double is is pretty active here. This uh, is
0: like one of those like the way you see when people do like homages to Batman fights and the way that they're the way that they're shot, like especially on The Simpsons when they have characters have a fight and they shoot it like Batman. This looked like how, like, what that what influence uh, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was, it was a classic Batman fight. Uh, at the end of the fight, all the goons, Egghead, and the Chief managed to like have Robin like captured. The goons are holding on to him. Egghead's got an acid egg; he's gonna crack on his head. Uh, the Chief threatens to scalp him. It's pretty crazy. Uh, oh, the whole thing is not...
0: is delightfully unhinged. The whole episode.
1: Yeah, but but not as crazy as Robin, because he escapes. He's like, ar, ar. like, I think they were worried <laughs> they were going to get bitten or like, something. He like,
0: Christ, it's like a mad little monkey.
1: Yeah, he like stomps on their feet or like hits them in the nuts or something. They let Robin go and he gets away. He's like, nah, ha, ha. look,
0: look at out, it. fellows. He's foaming at the mouth. <laughs> uh,
1: and then so in order to escape here, because it's again, it's it's not quite. They gotta. They gotta do something here. They throw a, a an egg, a gas egg. So it wasn't a. They must have switched out the the acid egg for a, a gas egg. And this is my favorite part of the whole show. I think the whole show of Batman so far maybe is Adam West's acting here. He does such a good job. This is a laughing gas egg. Yeah, I love this. Uh, the yolks on them. <laughs> it was uh i wrote burt ward is bad at laughing but adam west here is fantastic he's just he's playing the like trying not to laugh but uncontrollably laughing so well Uh, they say that uh, they say that egghead is funnier than the joker here
0: which i wrote down was has the joker ever been funny or more sad
1: yeah he's more of a sad clown for sure uh, but he laughs a lot, like I guess he's always like,
0: oh, hoo, 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 I have squandered my entire 401k in a vending machine <laughs> scam. Oh, hoo, oh god, my leg! Oh,
1: <laughs> that's true. Um, so they escape here, that's the, the bad guys' escape. And Robin's like, ah, Let's go after them, and Batman's like, ah, No, we. We couldn't in our current condition. Here, take these doubters first. Take this, yeah. He he has a sad pill. You'd think they have a a pocket full of anti-gas pills that might counteract these effects, but no. No, we're laughing too much. We need to take a sad pill to counteract them. A man broken enough by the murder
0: of his parents that he became Batman synthesized sad pills. You know what that means. Bruce Wayne writes terrible poetry. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, but again adam west so the change between uncontrollable laughter and turning like becoming normal and then maybe overshooting the mark a little bit and being a little sad yeah adam west is fucking amazing like his he legit yeah it acts so good. this well And I was like,
0: I I like seeing Adam laugh and have a good time.
1: Yeah, he's the best uh, again. Amazing. He is like legit. No, no tongue in cheek. No sarcasm. He is like this. This is like they could teach this in acting classes. He is. He does a really good job here. Like
0: everybody's excited about the new Flash trailers, where they basically are like, it's Batman three. But um, yeah, having watched a lot of Adam West, having watched this this morning, it really kind of drives home for me of if you really wanted me to come see this film, it wouldn't have been Michael Keaton; it would have been Adam West who turned around and said, "I'm Batman," a CGI Adam West, but Adam West nonetheless.
1: That yeah, that would have been cool. I they, yeah, I do love the, those trailers though. I got I got excited still. Yeah, I still plan on normalized. seeing that.
0: I just plan on seeing it from home, like a normal person in 2023.
1: That's correct. So back in the Batcave here,
0: I'm going to see it from home where I can skip past all the Flash shit and just watch <laughs> the Batman <laughs> scene. Yeah,
1: I'll just wait you for see some fan Flash to edit. It not YouTube. the
0: Flash parts.
1: <laughs> gotcha, Flash. Um, so. Batman invented voice dial here. I, I noticed. Like yeah, he's like Batman invented hey. Alexa. Yeah. It's like, hey Siri, call Pete Savage. So he does. It's like one of them old timey Klondike 5. Yeah, numbers or I know whatever. they still had
0: a Klondike 5 type numbers in 1966, but apparently they do. And and Robin's like, Golly Batman, how do you remember all these numbers? And Batman's like, I have a cipher and I set this one. To remind me of a girl that me and Tim Tyler both fucked in high school <laughs> and Robin's <Yeah>. like, TMI.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, that was actually Pete Savage, to be Savage. to be clear.
0: Oh. Uh so we savaged her, you might say.
1: Oh. oh, oh By that no, I mean we wouldn't say that.
0: ran a train and then killed her and dropped off dropped the car off the edge of a dock. <laughs> anyway, here he is. Hello. Just Pete. when I thought this
1: episode couldn't be any more troubling. <laughs> we pulled a Ted Kennedy.
0: Anyway, there's Pete now.
1: Yeah. Uh so I think this is the first time I've ever seen a Bruce Wayne in so Batman. He makes a phone call here, but he says it's Bruce Wayne. And I don't know if we've ever seen him say he was Bruce Wayne in the Batman outfit before. But anyway. You he know how hate this made me think of. And I
0: started writing a long note about this and then crossed it out and thought no one cares, but here we are anyway. I really hate when people on the internet are like, Batman is the real man, and Bruce Wayne is the mask, and Superman is is just a mask for Clark Kent. I'm like, hmm. okay, so that's all tiresome. Anyway, yeah. that's, that's the thought I had there.
1: Yeah, so Pete Savage is held at gunpoint by the goons, says, yeah, no problem, I'm going to be there. Uh, He calls Tim Tyler next. Uh, He's held at egg point. (laughs) He's he's got an egg. He's going to get egged. Uh, So yeah, he says he's going to go too.
0: I wouldn't Uh, betray my competence, Mr. Tyler. I'll drop this egg on your head and sully your suit. (laughs) Uh,
1: Tim Tyler is the owner of the Major League Baseball team in Gotham City. Uh, miss bacon is like how about season tickets i love halfbacks and vincent price is like oh how exasperating and yeah there's was, no such thing
0: fun. as halfbacks in baseball is there that's football uh,
1: no yeah that's the point i think she's just oh. like okay being silly and he's vincent price is just no, 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 top reacting in, to it.
0: but i listen to this old-timey ra- baseball radio show and i'm working just for background noise and I never hear them say, and eh, here comes the halfback. Like that never comes up. So I, I yeah. was like, what? But again, real stupid. So I had to verify. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, a dict- yes, that's correct.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to get, I got I to get going here. I'm running, running short on time. So I'm trying to speed it up here. <laughs> you should leave uh, that
0: in the show. I don't I know. Have time I got this get- nonsense.
1: <laughs> oh, I got I to get to work. Yeah. Bruce and Dick are having a conversation here about screaming chicken.
0: Hearing uh, it involves herself. She's like, "Oh, I see you're going out without me again. Am I yeah, an embarrassment to you?" Uh,
1: yes, that's true.
0: And we, I, I did I see that
1: Grayson, so that's saying something. I did see a meme in one of the one of the Batman groups on Facebook. Uh, it was like Riddler hanging out with Jill Saint John or whatever, and it was like. The villains get to hang out with chicks like this, and the the good guys hang out with Aunt Harriet. Something <laughs> like that. Uh, so your your escort to the event is here. They're carrying their their pelts. They go get in a limo with the other rich guys. Turns out Egghead is driving the rich guy limo. Uh, so it's the the three rich guys and Dick Grayson in the back of a limo. driven by egghead and dick grayson one of their yeah none of the the other rich guys own boys (laughs) i guess
0: they all think it's weird because it is yeah
1: so egghead gases them we end up in the egghead hideout here uh this is where it gets intense one of you is batman what yeah egghead's figured this out batman's got to be rich because he's fighting crime all the time and doesn't have a job so you're the three rich guys, so it's gotta be one of you. And it's like, oh shit. And he's got I've got this thought stealer machine, uh similar to the one that Jim Carrey had when he was the Riddler. Yeah, it was. And he's like, yes, now, and Bruce Wayne is already hooked up to this thought stealing machine because he's deduced. Uh again, he's gotta be rich because he doesn't work. Uh he's not left-handed. So uh, that guy's out, and he doesn't have an accent, so the other dude is out. So it's got to be Bruce Wayne, because he's athletic and agile. And he uh, seems to own a boy, similar to Bruce Wayne. Yeah, 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 So that's it. You're held in this chair with an electromagnet. Uh, I'm going to read your thoughts and determine you're Batman. Uh, but even if I'm wrong, uh, this machine is going to destroy your brain. So uh, have fun, dog. Yeah. Like,
0: they're still cribbing plot points from the TV series as bad as the TV series was. Wouldn't have movies without them.
1: Yeah, those bastards.
0: Anyhow, that's our uh, cliffhanger. And uh, so Egghead's either going to pull out their information about, about Bruce being Batman from Bruce's brain, or he's going to turn his brain to pudding. One of the two. We'll see how it goes. <laughs>
1: That's right. Do you have the
0: cliffhanger text? Will the world I'll read it in Vincent Price tone. Will the world's yeah. greatest criminal mind extract the true identity of Batman? The explanation to these and other electric questions tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel.
1: Oh you. <laughs> Well, that does it for another episode of Surf Kings of Gotham. As always, you can follow us on Facebook and YouTube at Surf Kings of Gotham. We're on Twitter and Instagram at our show on shows. And uh, yeah, we'll have a website someday. We own the we own the domain, our show dot com. <laughs> See you next time, folks. And I've seen the next episode already and uh, it doesn't get less troubling. So don't miss it. I also do
0: Don Knots and I'll try to work that in next time. Till then, bye, everybody!
1: Bye, Dr. Nick. Sir
0: King of Gotham.